When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello there. It's Most Things Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne. And this week, we are going back to our listeners' stories about how Star Wars got them through a difficult period in their life. We did part one of this a few episodes ago. I don't know. How many ago was it, Leanne? Oh, probably three or four. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you can go back and listen to part one if you like. This is part two of that because we reached out to all of our listeners and gave people the opportunity to send in their stories, and we got a lot. We sure did. Responses. And they're all so lovely, like just wonderful stories of hope and perseverance and character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are having hard times these days in these times. Same. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a minute, a minute of frustration for I don't even know how many years now. (laughs) It's been a minute times 10 years. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But what have we always said? Around every corner, there's hope and and light. For every down, there's an up. For every darkness, there's lightness. That is Star Wars essentially. And that's why we want to share these stories with people because ultimately when you get down to it, they're all stories of hope and perseverance and like you said, all the Star Wars things. Yeah. So. <laughs> and also just a reminder, if you didn't hear our part one, we want to make it clear that those that shared their stories, we want to respect their wish to either say their name or not. And so if we do not say their name, it's because they have requested us not to, or they submitted something anonymously and if we do say their name it's because they said go ahead so we always want to respect all of our listeners and fans uh, requests when it comes to that some of these are really personal and we really appreciate you sharing the stories with us and with everyone it's one of these things where i think we all are in this together we just don't realize it sometimes you know Mm -hmm. yeah and it's amazing what a fandom can do Under the, you know, when you allow it to be a positive thing in your life. It doesn't have to be Twitter quarrels and thumbs down (laughs) versus thumbs up and whatever the kids say these days. (laughs) 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 You know. (laughs) 
It can be a bonding yes. experience, which you and I have found through not just our Patreon, but just in yeah. general with the people that message us. Yes, it's awesome. All right, shall we dive in? Yes, indeed. So our first submission for this episode is from our friend and listener and dear heart, Leah. Leah says, how did Star Wars help me? I could write a whole book about how it has helped me through both good and bad times during my life. I'm old enough to have seen them first run in the theaters when I was a kid. You lucky. That was me, (laughs) not her. Um, She says, I think I was too young to appreciate A New Hope, though it was just called, quote, Star Wars then, and told my parents it was, quote, just okay. I did see Empire Strikes Back when it was released, but because I didn't remember much about A New Hope, I was confused through a good part of it. I vaguely remember being surprised that Vader was Luke's father, though. Two years later, and A New Hope was re-released in the theaters, and I thought I might give Star Wars another go. I came out of the theater completely elated, and my life was changed forever. From that moment on, I was a fan. In the two weeks it was playing, I saw it seven times. You go, girl! When Empire Strikes Back was re-released a few months later, I saw it five times in the theater. I counted down to the release of Return of the Jedi and actually marked days off the calendar from New Year's 1983 to May 25th, 1983. (laughs) Can I just pause and say how awesome this is? (laughs) I know. A kindred spirit, like 100%. I'm just like, yes, yeah, I I would do the same. (laughs) Leah is an OG, okay? (laughs) She goes on to say, the thing about Star Wars for me at that time was it was a big escape. Without getting into too many personal details, I will say I had an emotional and difficult childhood full of challenging situations. Through it all, Star Wars would come to give me valuable lessons. When I was feeling overwhelmed, I would look at Leia and gain my own strength from hers. When things were at their lowest, I would look at Luke's optimism for a sense of hope. When I had to deal with someone who seemed difficult, I would think about Han and how sometimes the people around you can open your eyes and change your perspective. And during my darkest days, I would look at Vader and think about how he eventually turned back to the light through the love of his son. Oh, I love that. I really love all of that. (laughs) Yeah. Sitting in my bedroom at night, I would scribble my own fan fiction into my journal. A few years ago, I found one of these old journals and the stories within were every bit as ridiculous and cringeworthy (laughs) as one would imagine a 12-year-old might write. But the actual content and strength of it doesn't matter so much as the fact that Star Wars gave me that outlet. I found as I skimmed through the journal that my writing abilities did improve through time, though. So now she goes on to say a lot about all the different things, about how social media and all the different magazines, fan clubs, the things that she you know, went through and found creativity through and found a commonality with others through. I think she wraps it up perfectly and says, Up until now, most of this has been me going down Nostalgia Road, so I will add something more recent to the way Star Wars has helped me. A few months ago, I had a big health scare and ended up in the hospital for over a week. While I was there, I felt very alone and would listen to various Star Wars podcasts, MTK being one of them, and this would help me feel better. I also had several kind messages from people in the fan groups I'm a part of online coming in daily, and that would always help calm my nerves. In addition to health issues, my family has been going through some upheavals, and the support of the fan community is something I cannot even begin to express my gratitude for. I often wonder how different my life would be if Star Wars did not exist, and I can't imagine it because I've made so many wonderful friends, had so many fun and life-enriching experiences, and have learned so much from the films, TV shows, books, and the fandom at large. 
if I ever ran into George Lucas somewhere, I think the only words I'd be able to express with any coherency would simply be, thank you. This is, this is it, folks. Like, <laughs> she did it from, like, the start. <laughs> Which I can't say. <laughs> I was born in 1983, and I'm jealous of everyone who was there. <laughs> but who else can completely identify with, with what was read here? Oh my gosh, so many parts of it. Writing stories in your bedroom based on something your nerdy little child self like. Yes. <laughs> felt like uh, they had to just express themselves somehow. I so relate to that. And the fact that she was in one of the fan clubs back in the day right? and had like pen pals yeah. that you wrote letters to. I love that. And now we have like the modern day version of that with our kind of our Patreon group and all the other little fandom cliques that you can be a part of. It's actually one of the better things that the internet provides is you can find your people, you mm-hmm. know, your fellow nerds. Yes. <laughs> you can take comfort together in your adorable nerdiness. Yes. And and I just, she, she really hit the nail on the head when she said she thought of Leia, she thought of Luke. She even thought about Han, yeah. which I think is amazing because... These are characters we identify with, that we sympathize with, that we look to for comfort or for strength or for just being completely real. Even she said, Vader eventually turned back to the light through the love of his son. Everyone gets a second chance, you know, and that is so wonderful to hear and know and see. I don't know. I just this resonated with me because not only do I look to Star Wars as an escape, but these characters are real to me. (laughs) Yeah, they're role models for people. Yeah. I hear it so many times. I can't even tell you how many times. Do you remember when we were probably in middle school, the what would Jesus do bracelets bracelets that everybody had? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I hear so many people thinking, like, how would Obi-Wan handle this situation? I've heard this oh, story. Yeah. For, I don't. I can't even tell you. We need a what would Obi-Wan do, Brace. Well, I mean, it's coming. <laughs> 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 I just, I loved this story. Leah is just such a dear soul. And I'm glad that while she was having her little health scare, little, I'm not trying to diminutize it at all, her health scare earlier this year, that she was able to at least have some podcasts to listen to. She told us that she was listening to ours mm-hmm. and I hope she's doing better now. But I really, I, I I know you and I have said this many times. Our Patreon group is really an amazing group of human beings, honestly. 100%. Some of the most incredible people I've ever met in my life. Okay, our next story comes from Lexi. And they say, when I was a little girl, Star Wars truly was my happy place. I collected bits and bobs, read the guidebooks cover to cover, and obsessed over every bit of lore and trivia I could find. But of course, as I got older and life got busier, I had less time to enjoy it. For the past few years, I have been going through the tumultuous period of my early to mid-twenties. Yeah, I had a quarter-life crisis yep. that period of my yep. life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Everything felt a little off, and my time started to belong more to school, work, or internships than it did to me. It has been a transformative period, but one unfortunately marked by anxiety and depression. However, with the release of The Kenobi Show, I was drawn back into Star Wars in earnest. Despite everything I've gone through in the past few years and the ways I have changed, I am relieved that I am still able to connect with that part of myself. The part that gets so much joy from these stories the part that loves rooting for the characters, 
and the part that loves discussing lore and theories and listening to others do the same, especially most things Kenobi. Aw, thanks. (laughs) I watched Return of the Jedi in theaters last month. This was a while back now. With the same childlike wonder I had as a little girl watching Revenge of the Sith in the theaters in 2005. Returning to this fandom helped me realize that it's so important to make time to enjoy things just for the sake of pure enjoyment. Yes, preach. (laughs) It is totally valid to gush and cry over Satine Kree's and flip out about how cool Luke was in The Mandalorian right alongside weightier decisions that affect my life and career. I've learned that it's all about balance. (laughs) Just like you said, I don't even know how many times now, Leanne. Right. (laughs) I don't have to be so serious all the time. I recently placed my big stack of Star Wars books in my workspace where I can see them easily and flip through them more often. I'm always happy to see them there, but more importantly, my younger self would be totally stoked about it, and then she would absolutely smoke me with trivia. (laughs) I love her for it, though. Oh, this is so great. There is, I was over here cheering, you can't see me, I was waving my hands like a weirdo, but I totally get, like, just for the sake of pure enjoyment, it's great to gush and to cry and to root for the characters, and oh my goodness, when Luke came in The Mandalorian, like a boss down that hallway, I just lost it. I felt zero shame. I called everybody I knew who would have understood what I was about to freak out to them about, which was you and Derek, and that was it. Yes. My phone blew up with text messages. You, friends from work, cousins. Yeah. It's like, have you seen it? Yeah, it's just, it makes you feel alive. It makes you feel like a a part of you is that kid again that got excited the very first time. I love this story. I love it. I do, too. There's, There's something, I think it happens to all of us, and we have to fight, kind of, to get back to our childlike wonder we start there and then we slowly lose it mm-hmm. as more and more responsibilities like pull on us from work and school and all this stuff. Enjoyment for enjoyment's sake is so important. And as an adult, so many people are uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. We're, we have so much pulling on us all the time. Even small things, quote unquote, small things like dishes, laundry, yep. chores around the house. Mm-hmm. Not to mention huge things like taxes, health. Our parents, all sorts of stuff that we we want to tend to our families, all of that. So to set aside even 10 minutes to do something you just love makes you feel guilty sometimes. And it shouldn't. It you shouldn't. really need it. Yes. It's self-care in a way that doesn't really come off as conventional self-care. But mm-hmm. man, do what makes you happy. And if it's Star Wars stuff, huh, we're here to support that. <laughs> yes. Welcome to our club. Yes. <laughs> well thank you so much for sharing this story Lexi uh, I I relate to it in so many ways oh my god all right our next one is from Lucy and Teresa Star Wars was there for us when our entire family was going through a deep emotional struggle while we cut out toxic people from our lives it was a process of many months when our sister Mary was getting away from a bad boyfriend and an unhealthy relationship He had become heavily involved in the family, and it had greatly affected us all. Star Wars showed us that there is always hope and made a great escape for us when things became too overwhelming. Lucy's favorite character is Obi-Wan, and Teresa's is Anakin. Wow! (laughs) Who does that sound like, girl? (laughs) She goes on to say, Obi-Wan's strength of character helped us to preserve, and Anakin's caring and lovingness helped us to become more compassionate. 
Star Wars also taught us the dangers of anger and hate and how it can lead you down a dark path. Even if you have been hurt or betrayed, you cannot give in to hate. After her messy breakup, Mary started to watch Clone Wars and began to love the character Ahsoka, and she helped Mary see herself as a strong, independent woman. That is awesome. That's so beautiful. Again, the characters are real. They live in us. They inspire us. Yeah. They tell us what we should do and what we should not do. <laughs> I know. Who, who knew, right, when George Lucas was just out of film school putting his weird movies together, those first couple weird ones that he did, he would become this person who created an entire empire, for lack of a better term. Yes. Uh, that would be a moral compass for so many people. You know, it's, it's really fucking cool. I wish we could tell him, but he's probably busy shopping at Costco, so I guess we won't be able to right now. <laughs> no Costco shaming. I'm just saying those sneakers, George, the norm core <laughs> that I learned about. You could probably buy and sell Costco 12 times I mean, over if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, he said, I'm just, yeah. those shoes, they got to go. They got to I go. know. Sorry. <laughs> well, I love I love that Ahsoka helps her sister or their sister Mary right see that she was a strong independent woman. It's hard when you're in an abusive relationship whether it's emotional or physical abuse. It it really messes up your perception of yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, your relationship with other people. So, well, Ahsoka is an exemplary character in a way of walking away from a bad thing that was no longer serving her. And she became a better person for it. So if Ahsoka stands for nothing else, she turned away from something that was not a positive experience for her any longer and went on to be her own woman and her own Jedi or not, depending on when you ask her. But she turned out to be a badass. So I'm here for anyone who has enough confidence to turn away from something, someone, a job, a situation, anything, and remove it from your life and move on to better things. I think it's great. Yeah, totally. Okay, so this is from Sylvia. How Star Wars helped me through a difficult time? Well, it's all about two things, faith and survival. Faith. I'm not really religious in any specific way, but I consider myself quite spiritual. There are things about being a Jedi that basically inspire me to keep living when I was at my worst, and that changed my view on life slash added to my philosophy even though we know the order was super flawed. To keep it short, most importantly, it's seeking peace and yet being able to defend myself instead of turning the other cheek. It gave me strength when I needed it. Secondly, as a person with several mental disorders, I needed this distinction between, quote, the light and, quote, the darkness to find my own balance. Mm-hmm. As regards survival, Obi-Wan, my favorite, what a surprise, mm. <laughs> Taught me everything about surviving and clinging to the light. There were many times I had to forgive myself for making a terrible mistake that led to losing my closest friend. It took me years to overcome this guilt and self-hatred and move on, and I really doubt I would have been able to do it without him being there. On the screen, in the books, with his own story and his own strength and weakness. Have a great day. You're doing amazing work. Oh, thank you. (laughs) you. And thank you for this (laughs) submission. Balance is so important. I think we we see this often and read this often in these for a reason. We're all just trying to keep an equilibrium of sorts. Right. What she was saying about 
learning to turn the other cheek you know like stopping being a doormat Mm -hmm. there's a difference between being strong being kind and compassionate and letting people just walk all over you and take advantage of your truth you know even temper that's an important thing to learn and i'm glad that sylvia was able to kind of make that distinction for herself because uh, we've all been there totally right we've all been railroaded or whatever you want to call it by other people just like plow right over you sometimes we're taught to just take it and it's a good thing to learn to to either put a stop to it or learn how to walk away from it or whatever it is for you to disengage and stop that behavior. Because we teach people how to treat us, right? Yeah. It's- yeah. And it's no wonder Obi-Wan's her favorite. I mean, I'm sure there's more than one reason. <laughs> but the reason she gave here, I mean, this is this is textbook Obi-Wan. Think of the times yeah. he has lost and felt regret or felt like if there was only something else I could have done. I mean, look at his relationship with Anakin, I'm sure. I'm sure Yeah, he sat and thought it's just like her example. His story is one of perseverance beyond all of it to have these things, experience them and then move forward. He's such a wonderful example. Yeah. If we had a dollar for every time we said, if we could just be more like (laughs) Kenobi, (laughs) you know, I mean, holy shit. (laughs) Well, Sylvia, you're doing a great, you're doing amazing work. Have a great yes. day, honestly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Do I get to read the next one? It's from Anna. Hi, Anna. It's my space pickle. She's my space pickle. <laughs> okay. I, I won't do her dis- just an, an injustice by trying to read it in a German accent, but <laughs> I'll read it with enthusiasm because I know she has a lot of that. She says... I live with a lot of anxiety and feel the most safe in my own home. So when Star Wars Celebration 2023 in London was announced, I knew I could never make it. I was hyped, yes. I was excited, giddy, flying on a Star Wars high like never before. But deep down, I knew I couldn't make it. I don't do well in crowds. I never ever travel alone. And I damn sure never enter a plane alone. I've been to London before. I lived there for three months. I knew London. I knew I could navigate it. But the anxiety? Ever present. Did I get the tickets anyway? Yes. Did I book a hotel and a flight? Yes. (laughs) Did I know deep down that I would cancel it all and stay home the day before takeoff? Hell yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was prepared. In my mind, I had already written the message I would send to us in Charlotte. For me, it was crystal clear that I couldn't make it, that the anxiety would win like it always does. It was the night before my flight. I couldn't sleep. I was shivering all over, sweating like the anxious being that I am. I hadn't canceled yet. I was close, though. My body was clearly telling me that this trip to London was a bad, bad idea. But then I thought of you ladies and Charlotte and how honest you were about your own fears and hesitations. I thought about all the amazing things I was going to miss if I stayed home. Experiencing the magic of Star Wars Celebration, meeting Hayden, giving him a weird teary hug, attending panels, (laughs) seeing cosplayers, and most of all, meeting my found family and hugging them forever. And guess what? I went, I grabbed my bags and flew to London to have the time of my life, and I couldn't be more proud of myself for doing it. Celebration was a gift, not because of the massive props or costumes or the panels and discussions, not even because of Hayden. It was a gift because of both of myself and Lauren, Charlotte, Z, Salome, and Gio. You turned this moment into one of my most cherished memories, and I will forever be grateful for it. 
What I'm trying to say is Star Wars didn't change my life. It didn't save me or heal me. It's the people that did. People like you. Oh my God. (laughs) Anna. Group hug commencing now. All of us. Arms out. Here we go. Arms (laughs) out. Hugs. Hugs across the pond. (laughs) I swear. What a beautiful story. And may I just say, as someone who I think I've said multiple times on this podcast, someone who suffers with anxiety, I've suffered with it my entire life. I hate flying. London was my first overseas any flight that was over four hours ever. We did this. We did this thing. I get this. I get this last minute. Don't want to do it. You already know you're going to bow out. And then you do it anyways. You did it, Anna. And you did it because of the bonds of the people. And I think that is such a fucking beautiful thing. And I can't believe Lauren and I are part of this. I mean, flattery. (laughs) (laughs) It's just beautiful. I'm so glad we got to meet in person. Anna is just one of the most delightful people I've ever met. Truly. She's smart. God. Beautiful. Yeah. Hilarious. She's my spirit animal. I like to think that I'm hers. I think we made this agreement <laughs> over some really bad mac and cheese. <laughs> oh my God, it was. It was terrible. It was terrible mac and cheese at Celebration Celebration London. But, <laughs> <laughs> but oh my goodness, the people. It's the people. Yeah. I love this. And she did get to meet Hayden. She did. She has some good stories about it. Yeah. She even knows how he smells. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) Don't worry, everyone. It was good. I think it was slightly sweaty, but not bad. Wasn't that? Yes. Isn't that what she said? (laughs) So she said yes. I won't forget it. I'll take it. Sounds like Anakin in a lot of uh, Clone Wars gear. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mm. Well, thank you, Anna. This I'm. I'm so glad you did it. Because I'm, we're proud of you. I'm proud of you. I think everyone listening is clapping right now. This next one is from Melody. Star Wars has helped me have the courage to pursue my dreams. I find myself doubting my abilities, but then turning to characters like Padme, Leia, and Satine, realizing they have served the galaxy, it also comforts me as it reminds me of people in my life that I care about. And it acts as glue that helps me bond with people such as my best friend, Bree, who I would never have met without Star Wars. Well, that's you and I, Lauren. Yes, I was like, I, I understand I that. get this, Melody. <laughs> Absolutely. And what what role models? Padme, Leia, and Satine. Rulers. Yeah. Badass women. Love it. They have, like, more power in their pinky fingers than I have in my whole body. Same, though. <laughs> <laughs> And shout out to Brie, because she's got to be cool, too, yeah. if she was found through Star Wars, right? <laughs> yeah. We love it's it. one of the cool kids. Tell Brie we said <laughs> hi. All right. The next one is anonymous. They go on to say, the book Padawan helped me feel seen with Obi-Wan's emotions, reactions, and the overall feeling that he's out of place. All of it felt like me. And being 17 myself, I was comforted that even my favorite character could feel this way, even as he grew to be an adult. I like how each character is written with real emotions and how they're still able to be heroes and role models. The movies, though painful at times, are a huge comfort to me because of this. 
I'm eternally grateful 14-year-old me decided to watch The Mandalorian. That is awesome. You know, I've heard nothing but good things about that book. Yeah. Yes. Same. And we haven't read it yet. <laughs> no. We gotta we get on it. Because it, a, a lot of people have said that this book in particular, like, really resonated with them. And uh, Well, it's, it's Obi-Wan being real. He's relatable. How many times have we felt out of place? Uh, imposter syndrome is a big thing in my life. Well, and when I was... 17 i didn't know who the hell i was or what i wanted to be i was just trying not to draw too much attention to myself yeah right in any circumstance right yeah because being a geeky girl was not cool back then at least it's a little more accepted now or a, a geek yeah. in general i should say how many times have we said that you know watching a movie or reading a book where you see yourself yep. reflected back to you how important that is you know yes and th they're saying right here that the overall feeling of being out of place like how many of us so many have had that experience you know and to see a major character like obi-wan kenobi feeling awkward and out of place yep. it just normalizes it right we've all had the experience but we all feel like we're the only one yep. being alienated you know it's such a it's an important thing to see yourself represented in in stories that you read basically it's the point i'm trying to make very badly no you made it <laughs> i i'm sitting over here shaking my head yes yes <laughs> our dear friend deanna sent me a message on instagram telling me this amazing story about how her mom gave birth to her i think she said it was the day before they went to see star wars and she gave birth like a few hours later that's like wild basically the next day yeah so Deanna has always had Star Wars in her life, just like right from the beginning. Did she come out with Leia and Luke? <laughs> There's three of them. <laughs> She's the third Skywalker. She is. I knew it. No. <laughs> that is a cool, that's actually really cool. That's a cool fact. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but she did say this. She said, as I got older and into the present, when I'm stressed, I put on some form of Star Wars. On Sundays, I would come home from church and take a nap on the couch with Empire playing, always waking up in time for the Han and Leia kiss, and then go back to sleep. I use it when I can't sleep. Oh. Star Wars is my safe place, and apparently always has been since she was born right after Yes, it. indeed. I, I love that, because <laughs> I remember being, like, 10 years old and absolutely swooning over that kiss and like the I love you I know and I was 10 and yeah. I didn't know I had no idea but I was like oh I want oh, that that's so nice I get it <laughs> I, yeah I'm the same too I if I can't sleep I use Star Wars it helps me fall asleep like you right do. away mm -hmm. yeah and and I think it's what Michelle said in our last yes episode where we talked about the stuff where it's like it calm. It can calm your brain because we know the parameters, it's right? Familiar. We don't have to engage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, familiar, safe. So yeah, I totally relate to this, Tiana. Grace says, "Whenever I get overwhelmed, I just imagine I'm a Jedi and I let go of those feelings in the Force. This approach has saved me from having a couple of anxiety attacks so far. I also adore Obi Wan. His strength in the face of such pain and loss has inspired me to keep pushing forward." Amen, amen, amen. Check, check, check. <laughs> yes. I mean, I can't agree with this more. <laughs> well, that's kind of why I was doing the Jedi meditations, you know, yes, that I released yes. on our Patreon. Absolutely. 
Because sometimes visualization of like picturing yourself as a Jedi, like what would Obi-Wan do? You know, it's like that could help turn off your fight or flight Mm -hmm. and activate your, what is it, the parasympathetic nervous system so that you're calmer, you can breathe through it. And it's it's helpful because it actually affects you physically. Mm -hmm. You know, it can calm your nervous system down. and, And that's why... Imagining you're a Jedi using the Force and all that, it's actually a very practical way to help with anxiety. I mean, as long as you're not picturing yourself being Anakin, who is anxiety-inducing. calms you down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it does other things to me, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on, we love that. Thank you. (laughs) As your mom says, Leanne, that's getting a little spicy. It's getting spicy, Leanne. (laughs) Sorry. Alice. 83 Ashla said, I started watching Star Wars in November of 2020 by watching The Phantom Menace. Little did I know how much it would change me. Watching all the main movies and finding out there are TV series. Yes, there's so much to dive into. When I was watching this, my disability was bad. I couldn't get out of bed without feeling dizzy. Couldn't eat because when I did, I didn't feel great. So I had to get a feeding tube. I went to the hospital right after watching The Phantom Menace. Oh, wow. Then after getting out of the hospital a little later, I moved across the country to Japan. Doing physical therapy and slowly being able to stand from only five seconds at a time to being able to stand for 60 minutes in a few months. Wow. That's amazing. Amazing. Star Wars, especially Star Wars Rebels, has helped me so much in trusting and believing in the Force. For me, God. Even if it seems like it can't get better, it can. Then I started to watch Star Wars in complete chronological order with my mom, and we have a closer relationship because of it. Having autism, it's harder to connect with people, but Star Wars has made it easier. And because of Star Wars, it re-motivated me to want to do entertainment stuff like YouTube, voice acting, film, etc. Wow. Your strength is amazing. I, to do all of that, yeah. th- this you're only talking about 2020. It's amazing. Yeah. In just a few years. Incredible to go from only being able to stand for five seconds to 60 minutes. Totally. Inspiration. Shows you how strong you are. That takes mental and physical Mm -hmm. endurance, Mm -hmm. you know, to do something like that. This person is a real life Jedi. Yep. Totally. (laughs) Totally. And I'm not surprised that they're into Star Wars Rebels because look at all the strong characters that inspire, like they say, trusting, believing in the Force. Even if it seems like it can't get better, it can't. I mean, you would be right there with Kanan and Hera. Yeah, and Ahsoka. Uh, All of them. It's like, I know Hera's not a Jedi, but damn it, she's strong. Well, and I like that this also, it it helped a bond form between her and her mom. Yeah, exactly. And good for you, wanting to, like, getting re-motivated to do the voice acting entertainment stuff. That is freaking awesome go after your dreams make it happen yes. you can do it you can do you it you can do it you've already proved <laughs> yeah you're a freaking amazing beast you yes. can do it <laughs> and if you want us to follow you on youtube just let us know we will yeah we're fans That's already <laughs> <laughs> all right the next few we have are all anonymous so we're gonna go through they're very short so we're gonna go through them one by one. First one up Star Wars helped me deal with the grief of losing my mom to cancer. And I can relate to that. Not that my mom passed away, but she had cancer. And Star Wars was definitely there through her bout and 
grief is a thing we all go through. Yeah, I mean, it can either be a support for us while we need escape, or it can be, as we've said a million times already, a role model, you know, of keeping keeping going in, in the face of things that are pretty devastating. Leia, yeah. Leia is a, a beautiful example of that. Absolutely. In, in over and over and over again. That's why I love her. I'm sorry to hear about your mother with Absolutely. Cancer. Sympathies. Sympathies. Okay, the next one said, During pandemia and lockdown in Poland, I was reading Ruth Balding's fanfic, Growing Pains. It helped me to stay sane with my two kids. I was thinking to myself, what would Qui-Gon Jinn have done in this situation? Another bracelet! <laughs> yes! <laughs> what would Obi-Wan do on one wrist, and what would Qui-Gon do on the other? And never the two shall meet! <laughs> I like this idea a lot. <laughs> I like it. I'm not familiar with this fanfic, are you? I am not, but it looks like we're going to have to be. Yeah, I wonder if it's about Qui-Gon. Is it about Obi-Wan? I'm I'm curious. I well, if she stayed sane with her kids, Qui-Gon is probably doing a lot of that with young Obi-Wan. That's my guess. We'll check it out. Yeah, I'm going to have to look this up. Next up, Obi-Wan's character helped to go through hard times by his, his example of not giving up to the dark side. Absolutely. He is definitely a role model. Honestly, like how many have we read? I know. This is just the repeating, you know, theme in so many of them. (laughs) It's because, I guess it's because we're most things Kenobi, so we draw a lot of Kenobi fans, but. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but he's kind of awesome, so, (laughs) you know. And a really good role model. (laughs) And he has great hair. Oh. (laughs) That doesn't have anything to do with this, sorry. I think we've said that in every I episode. <laughs> I don't past, care. Like five I'm... episodes. Listen, a fact it remains is a fact. true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love us. I do. I love uh, us too. Our next one. Getting to know other fans makes me feel less alone in this lonely world. And how many yeah. times have we said this? I mean, yeah. It's the people. As much as it is the characters and the planets and the scenarios, it's about the people. And I agree. No matter how big this planet is, we can feel isolated. We do feel isolated. Let me rephrase that. And getting to know others in this fandom that are like-minded and like-souled, so to speak, or it's just, Mm -hmm. it's it's a relief almost. And I really think that Star Wars teaches acceptance of all Mm-hmm. all backgrounds all kinds Absolutely. you know and and so that i think especially if you're introduced to that as a kid that can impression make an impression on you and then you just live that way mm-hmm. you know and so when you find other people from the fandom who are like that you mm-hmm. can feel accepted there in a place that you might never have felt accepted you know in in another place where you may never have felt accepted before you know and this notion that you can't make real friends on the internet is a lie It's It's a a lie. lie. (laughs) I think we should just make buttons that just say, it's a lie. It's a lie. (laughs) So we have bracelets and pins coming from this. Okay, got it. (laughs) Yeah, making notes. Here's one that I, I completely agree with. Anonymous says, it helped me to escape reality and to have a goal in life. Sometimes that's all you need. And sometimes Star Wars comes in and helps you with both those things. Escaping reality and having goals. 
Yeah, they're like kind of opposites there. <laughs> well, Luke <It's> like <laughs> is the example of both, right? Yeah. He had a lot of goals, but he also tried to escape reality. And through facing reality, he escaped his own demons, thus fulfilling his goal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we just went full circle. We did. Okay, I think this is the last one. And this is a really good one to end on, and we didn't even plan it this way. (laughs) Kind of a perfect tie-in. Clone Wars is my comfort show. It always takes me back to when I grew up watching it. (laughs) Woohoo! Yep! (laughs) What do you think, Lauren? Is it your comfort show? Am I I or am I not wearing a Clone Wars shirt right now? (laughs) Totally! (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's so great that this is our last one because Clone Wars is basically the foundation of everything that started Most Things Kenobi and everything yep. that started our friendship. And yes. so it's, yes, comfort show 100%. Yes. It's become a lifestyle now, I think, at this point. How many anniversaries have we gone to for Clone Wars? We've been to all of them so far. <laughs> the 10th, the 15th. From our our 10th one is that yep. yeah yep you got it there when we were 2008 right that that's where i got this no, no, shirt no. 2018 right because oh, the show started in 2008 you got it Matt. Ah, i was surprised <laughs> i made another mistake leanne Num- numbers <laughs> no but for real we've been to every anniversary maybe someday someone will come to the most most things kenobi anniversary <laughs> I I know. I was just thinking the other day that when we first started it, we were hoping that after the pandemic, we could do live shows at some point. Maybe someday if we can get enough listeners. Please. That would be so cool. Anyway. That would be fun. Everybody who submitted, thank you. We have some seriously kindred spirits out there. And we love you all. Go forth today knowing you are loved. Yes. (laughs) Stay strong. Stay amazing. Stay awesome. And know that you have a place here on the Most Things Kenobi show, if nowhere else. So by popular demand, next week, (laughs) we're actually going to revisit the leadership topic, but flip it upside down and talk about mid-level management and managers within Star Wars. (laughs) So we're going to be snarky, we're going to talk smack, and we're going to (laughs) probably stick to the dark side for this one. So... If you yeah. want to know who your bad bosses are in Star Wars, come back next week because we've got them here. Okay, the last two episodes, we've been comparing the duel from Revenge of the Sith to the Kenobi series duel. And then we asked our listeners which one they liked better. And I did a poll on Instagram. You did one on Twitter a while ago, I think, right? Yes. On Instagram, 75% of people said that they liked Revenge of the Sith better. But then I got a ton of DMs from people saying they couldn't vote because they liked them both (laughs) equally. And then I got a bunch of people saying they loved Revenge of the Sith, but they really liked Kenobi a little bit better because it was more emotional and you got to see Obi-Wan in a way you'd never seen him before. So it was an actual, it was pretty interesting to see. People felt really torn about having to pick one over the other. I mean, it makes sense. I, 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 it's, I don't know that I can choose. I don't know if I can't. I, I, nope, I can't choose. Nope. I was <laughs> going to try. Like we were going to for I just know. a second. I, I guess I would lean 98%, 98 percent 98 towards Revenge of the Sith. 
Yeah, I was gonna say, I think Revenge of the Sith for you, right? You always love that one. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, it's the everlasting. Yeah. But ah, oh, God, the Kenobi one is so good. It's so emotional. It's so awful. Oh, I can't decide. Pain. I think it's, I, I pretty much think it's Kenobi for me because it's. It's your Obi-Wan, dude. It really That's is. all you. It's like everything I ever wanted Obi-Wan to do, he finally did it in yeah. live action. Totally. <laughs> it was like taking the biggest badass moments from Clone Wars and having you and McGregor do it. It was just like, well, yeah, okay, I can die now. See, when you put it that way, I flip my answer. <laughs> I don't know. It's too much. I love them both. So we understand our listeners' yeah. difficulty yes. in choosing an answer. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. <laughs> <laughs>